Welcome to the 40th episode of Nerds and Friends. We have John Bennett joining us today to talk about his books. Thank you so much for joining us, John. Hey, no problem. Glad to have you. Glad to be here. Yeah, we're glad to have you. Glad to have you here. So tell us uh, tell us about your book. Uh, I saw in the, the email, um, remind me of the title again? It's called The Path of a Titan, uh, The Proving. The Proving. I like that the subtitle. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, so... Um, Long story short, in a, in a quick little sense, it's about a it's about a boy who never gives up on his dreams, and that's really the the big punch that I wanted to do when I first made the book. Is I wanted to make an inspirational book that young readers and older readers alike can read, and they could be like, "Wow, you know, if he could do it, you know, I could do this, or you know, I could do that." Yeah, that's awesome. I love I love when you go in with like a theme you want to impart to the audience. Mm-hmm. I think that's really, really cool. So, so tell us more kind of just a kind of a setup of where this hero's journey starts out. Like uh, what's kind of the setting that our main character finds himself in. All right. All right. So uh, the main character, his name is Carson Paul. He's at the beginning of the book, he's 16 and he lives in a, he lives in a, a town in Harmony and Harmony is a territory within a new world that is called Tyke. And Tyke is, let's say, um, humanity's uh, uh, new hope. So, you know, backstory, uh, Earth doesn't work out, and explorers, they they go to, you know, this world called Tyke, and then it's a thousand years into the future, so it's not like the beginning of civilization, civilization is the continuation of it. So, cool. so civilization is already, you know, um, it's already, like, in motion. So there's four territories, but uh, I'm I'm getting a little ahead of myself. The main the um, the main story is Carson. He uh, his his uh, <laughs> his his journey is to become a Titan, and a Titan is a uh, you know a soldier in the military. So um, you know, <laughs> that's cool. No, that sounds like yeah. a fun journey where. Um... You could really start because, like, uh, when I started, when I decided I was going to join the army, I know my little backpack gives it away. I was around that age of like 16, you know, where I was like doing junior ROTC, which is actually where I met Caleb here, um, and kind of getting into that. And so deciding that I wanted to be into the military. So it, it sounds like you picked the right age to show his um his arc of joining this uh this military unit that I assume mm. defends this uh this territory of harmony, right? <laughs> oh, there's no, uh, no, no, not nece- no, not necessarily, not necessarily at all, really. Um, it's a world military. Oh. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, it's you know, it's a, it's a world. Uh, it's like a military police, and that is what runs the world. On top, and then they follow uh, a sovereignty. You know, just uh, a king. Let's say, in other words, and um, you know that you know that's what the military is. The military is just it's a it's a global police force. So he wants to join into this because this is like his dream. But not only that, so uh, on top, so instead of instead of colonels, there's called Alpha Titans, and there's four of them that are in the military. So one of these Alpha Titans happens to want uh, a secret technology that Carson's father is in development in. So this Alpha Titan then. Uh, steals the technology from his father and arrests and arrests his father. Oh, so yeah. So Carson's big, um, his big push to be 
uh, to, to get into the, the military is to once he gets into the military, then he's going to be able to find the resources and the capabilities to find his father and try to rescue him. So it's kind of like an inside job. It's not like oh, oh, cool. if I want to get in so I can, you know, figure out, you know, a way to save my father. That's so much cooler. I love that. Yeah. That's really cool. Cause then he has this like secret mission that drives him that he probably can't share with a lot of people. Exactly. That and makes so, for a really cool uh, dichotomy there. I love that. Exactly. Exactly. And now, like I was saying, he's uh, he's from Harmony. He's called a Harmonian. Now, Harmony is actually the outcast to the world. Oh. The, the military is actually based in the capital territory called Alana. And Alana, Alana Kins, they don't like Harmony. They don't like Harmonians. And that's like a backstory that, you know, will be filled in the gaps, you know, throughout the series. But uh, Harmonians are, are, they aren't allowed in Alana. So, so Carson being a Harmonian, trying to figure out a way to get into the military is actually, um, it's actually like a charge for like, you know, uh, like uh, treason. Oh. So, he, so he's really like, he's really going into, you know, um, a, no, he's really going into a bad situation if he ever gets caught. Sounds yeah, like it's very, it's very much like against all odds, right? He's yes. trying to, to go after it. Yes, exactly. That sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. That sounds, that sounds like a really thrilling, like science fiction adventure. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it. That's what it is. It's a science. That's fiction what it adventure. is. Well, yeah. heck, I want to read it now. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, tell us about your writing process, John. Like, is this your first book or is this, uh, have you written other books and kind of what was your process of bringing it to life? Well, I mean, when I was a, when I was a teenager, you know, like 12, 13, 14, I made little comic books and I, and I drew them and whatever, but they're, they're not, they're not published, but, um, no, this is my first book. This is my debut novel. Congrats. And, uh, the writing process, it was, it simply just started as a, an idea to get the comics back together. And, um, I realized that it was just, you know, not in the, you know, it, it just it just wasn't for me. So I just I got a, a notebook, started writing down, you know, places, people who started very, very small. I actually started writing uh, the other territory, Dalton. And I was just like, oh, what's Dalton? You know, what what can they be famous for? Oh, let's say they have a volcano. All right, whatever. Next page. Boom. What's Alana? This, this, this. And it just kept growing and growing and growing and growing until until this is what I have. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I've started with a similar thing with world building for my books where I kind of build the fictional world and then start thinking what what elements do I want to explore for the story and where do I want the characters to kind of go throughout that world I've created. So that's a really neat way to do the process. Yeah. yeah. I, have a, I have a question on that because when you're building something from scratch, essentially, how do you keep everything all together like how do you make sure you aren't like pulling out wrong you know items or like messing up the storyline or like oh this actually can't happen in that world like how do you <laughs> how do you keep it <laughs> all in the same kind of plane or storyline oh, oh i go through my book at, yeah the, the first book i went through it at least 15 times before i brought it to my editors and i i i, I hit that I hit that uh, that wall where it's like, oh, that doesn't make sense, or oh, I can't do that. that you know, this happened and this happened, and then I have to go <laughs> back and, and fix it and everything. But um, a lot of scrap pieces of paper. I have a lot of notes written down. I have a lot of things typed up on my phone, is and just a lot of like bullet points and key points and notes and stuff that I use. So it's just it just I don't know. When you're so passionate, 
to write your own story and just make it as good as you know it can be, it, it, it sticks. At least for me, like it sticks in my head. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, what, um, so I got to ask when you wrote the book, were you a, like a plotter? Like, did you have an outline going in or were you kind of a pantser where you're like, I know this world, I know all the elements. I'm just going to kind of write my character story and see where it goes. Where'd you fall on that spectrum? Um, well, that was actually one of the biggest things for me is trying to find like, what is Carson's driving point? Like, yes, he wants to find his father, but like the, the project that his father makes is called Project Spine. And what the military wants it for is, well, Carson's father makes Project Spine to make, um, to make people smarter. It's a, you know, a little nano chip that gets put in your brain and it sends nanobots, you know, up to your brain. And it, you know, makes it's overall, you know, in layman's terms, it makes you smarter. What the Alpha Titan, Robert Fox, what he wants it to do is he wants to send nanobots down into your body to create superhumans. And yeah, so um, (laughs) I'm sorry to go back to your question. Um, You know, Project Spine was the big, you know, thing to, to, you know, keep the plot, you know, to make the plot go. Yeah. No, I totally make sense. That's kind of the the origin of the story plus the coming threat that we need to prevent is these super soldiers and the military having too much power. That's a really cool, really cool threat for the main character to fight against. Yes. There's a lot of, I try to have a lot of dynamics. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, uh, well, I don't want to jump ahead and get spoilers because I can't wait to read your book. It sounds really cool, Mm -hmm. but I assume there's some kind of discourse about, when you have the military functioning as a world police and kind of being almost an occupying force in their own territory, how that can kind of go poorly and have lots of corruption and like injustice and stuff. Do you kind of delve into that ever in the story or, or is that, am I reaching F too far ahead? You are reaching. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. The the first book as the first, the the first book as the subtitle says, it's simply just approving and approving is, uh, um, uh, like, um, a pre-trial before Carson even goes into the military. Ah. So, so uh, the second book, uh, I don't want to have any spoilers, but the second book uh, broadens the spectrum of the world. But the first book is simply just Carson getting to where he wants to get to. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's really cool to make it really, th- then you can focus on the character's psychology and the struggles he goes through for this proving trial, I assume. So that's, that sounds really neat, man. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, the first book is yeah. So Carson also has a, a little sister that kind of joins him in the in his journey. Her name is Kylie, and she's a little she's a little a uh, couple years younger than him. But now her she's uh she's the smart one of the group. She's the one that kind of she's the only reason why Carson gets as far as she does because of her intelligence. Nice, that's cool. Yeah. Yes, awesome. Well, what um like what's your kind of writing routine look like? Uh, I'm just always curious. A lot of our listeners are aspiring authors, and so um, you know, I've we've had people on who talk about they write in the evenings or the mornings, or just kind of like what's your what's a what's a good day of writing look like for you? Ah, uh, well, I'm a night shifter. I work my regular job is I work ten to six, ten to nine to six Whoa. in the morning. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So uh, I normally wake up around like 1230. Uh, I, I'll have my coffee, sit down, type for a couple of hours, go to the gym, come back, uh, you know, do a little more writing. Then my wife would come home, we have dinner and then it's off to work. On the weekends, I try to get uh, I try to get a little more done. 
But um, well, yeah, that's a couple hours a day. Just try to get it in, do a chapter here, a chapter there. That's awesome. Yeah, and if you can yeah. do that consistently, that's, I mean, you got a book published. That's so cool, man. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, right, right. That's and, awesome. And, and you mentioned, you. <laughs> you mentioned your, um, like you reviewed that book like 15 times to make sure everything was cohesive, things like that. Like what? Yes. From the first, you know, keystroke, to publishing how long did the whole process take you with this first book about a year and a half i believe i started in in june of 2018 and i was able to publish on april 3rd 2021 4321 oh nice right right that that for for someone's first book that's really fast like that's awesome man i mean i i guess yeah <laughs> but most people on our podcast answer they're like three or four years is usually what they say for their first mm-hmm. book. So that's really cool, man. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. What's a, I was curious, like, do you do revisions? Like, do you go back and do chapters at a time or do you kind of revise as you go? What's kind yeah. of your revision process? So uh, I print it out. I print out page by page and nice. I'll, if I can show you, I'll just go in with a pencil and I'll mark it down, cross out things, write my little notes and then finish the chapter finish i'll finish the whole book place it right in front of me do the typos and you know fix it start all over again that's smart that's and, I'll really cool. keep going, and i'll just keep going in the first book the first book took me you know a good couple times before i was like all right you know i like this i like the story i'm confident with it and then i was able to send it off to my editor which is actually my wife and she oh, you know, nice. yeah nice. you know, and she uh she got it she got in her hands and Boy, let me tell you, she gave me the works. She was like, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. <laughs> missing a comment here. So many missing comments. <laughs> That's so, funny. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious in that revision process, did you, like each time you went through it, did you go through it with a specific purpose? Like first one was like story flow. Second one was typos. Or was it just reading it through and finding things as you went? It was just reading through and finding things as I went. Like I was trying not to be, I was trying not to be an author. I was actually trying to be a critic and mm. I was really hard on myself. I tried to make everything as perfect as I could because I'm That's giving awesome. it to a perfectionist, my wife. Who, <laughs> yeah, you know. That's good. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. It, being a, being an indie writer, you have to learn how to do things. You have to learn how to do all, all, you know, all traits of the, of the trade. And, you know, it, 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 it it's, it's, it's a process. It's a process to learn you know, it's like going back to it was like going back to high school and actually listening in English class. Yeah. You know, and actually trying to, you know, figure out grammar rules and quotation rules and you know, proper formatting. It was hard. It was hard. It was a process. But I gotta say, it it gives me it it, it made me the person I am today. That's awesome, man. That's so cool. Maybe right today, yes. Yeah. No, it's yeah. Uh, I, I think a lot of people don't realize how much work goes into making a fully published book. Like there's so many steps you got to go through. Oh my God. So many, so yeah. many, especially if you're trying to do it all your own. Like, so anybody can write a book, send it to a, you know, uh, an editor pay for every part of the book. But when, you know, you're on a budget and you got to do things yourself, you know, the process is a lot harder. Yep. But it's worth it. Cause when you hold that like paperback copy in your hands for the first time, it's worth it. It's the best oh, feeling ever. Oh my god! It really was. It really was. And actually, I'll you know, I'll tell you, I'm on my second edition of the book because, of course, I was doing it myself, and I got the first copy, 
And I was like, oh, that's wrong. It was formatted completely. Like I, I sent it to Amazon and Amazon formatted for me and they brought it back and it was like font size eight. Yeah, the oh. margins were horrible. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> so I had to learn how to format. And I, and, you know, that was another, you know, that was another month of trying to learn how to format, but I got it and I republished. And now I have my second edition with about like 50 some copies of the first edition out there. So if I ever become famous, you know, those things can really, you know, those things can be priceless. Yeah. No, that's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. 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 That figuring out the font size and the trim on Amazon was a, a challenge for me as well with my first oh, book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, like I, my first book went out and I didn't realize it didn't have page numbers. <laughs> so, oh, or, I mean, they were on there, but like with the trim, they weren't in the printed version. Mm-hmm. So I had some people who read it and they were like, that was a really interesting creative choice that you uh, want people to read by the chapter and not do the page numbers. And I was like, yeah, that was totally on purpose. Absolutely. <laughs> but so I've, I've since remedied that. And so I'm, I'm in the similar boat with the uh, second editions, <laughs> but oh uh, yeah, people don't realize there's little things like that, that are interesting workarounds you have to find, you know? Um, yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, John, is there any, uh, for those listening, where can we find your book? I know it's on Amazon. We've mentioned, uh, where else can our, our listeners find your books? I'm sure everyone's going to want to read it after hearing this podcast. For right now, my book is strictly on Amazon. Nice. No, same here. Yep. That's where all my books are. It's yep. the best place to indie publish in my opinion. It is. But for me personally, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, uh, facebook.com backslash author, John Bennett. Same thing with Instagram. If you guys want to like, and follow me, you know, I have, uh, I, you know, I'm an open book. You guys can message me. You guys, we can talk. We can talk about the book. Uh, I'm working with my, my publicist right now. I'm going to get a, a fan page going. Nice. And I'll, put down, and I'll put down my socials and, you know, we can all chat and talk about the book. Yeah. I awesome. It. I love it. Yeah. And uh, send those emails to us and we'll put them in the description of the podcast so people can just click and follow and add your real easy on there. Cause uh, we really appreciate having you on here, man. We can't wait to follow you and see the sequels to your books. And it's awesome, man. Awesome, man. Thank you very much. Of course. Great talking to you. Thanks for listening to nerds and friends. Take care.